0: University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year on campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at come2mary.com. That's ComeToMary.com.
1: Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. if
2: you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to Station.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer.
3: The Real
4: Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network just a couple minutes past the top of the hour
5: i'm matt wilcom along with michael goldsmith you're listening to real presence live on the rpr network we are coming to you live from st james coffee in rochester minnesota if you happen to be in the area why don't you stop on by we'd love to see you Right now we're going to be talking with an apologist from Catholic Answers who's written a fascinating book, a really timely book uh, for our culture today about who Jesus really is. Mm-hmm. A lot of people mistake Jesus. Uh, they, 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 want, they want him on their side no matter what, and they're willing to do whatever it takes in order to get him on their side. But uh, Trent Horn has debunked some of these myths these arguments and uh, we're going to be speaking with him this morning trent horn we're, we're so grateful to have you on real presence live thanks for joining us this morning
6: i'm happy to be here thank you for having me
5: hi trent michael goldsmith here and uh, you're going to be coming to north dakota pretty soon as well we'll, we'll be talking about that uh, as well but uh, trent uh, can you can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself
6: Uh, Certainly, I'm a staff apologist for Catholic Answers. We are a media apostolate dedicated to explaining and defending the Catholic faith. I have uh, master's degrees in theology, uh, philosophy, and bioethics, and I've written, uh, I think now about nine books, and I've dedicated myself to helping people understand the Catholic faith, and be able to answer arguments uh, various groups and individuals pose against it.
7: Awesome. Well, we do have one of your books here, uh, Trent. It's called Counterfeit Christ, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Imposters. And if you are lucky enough, uh, you can give a call to 877 795 and the third caller will be getting this book uh, mailed to them. Uh, unless you're up in Fargo, you could go pick it up if you would like to. But the third caller at 877 795 We'll get this beloved book. And uh, we're talking to the author right now, Trent Horn. If you want that book, again, call in 877
5: Again, the, the name of the book is Counterfeit Christ, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Imposters, And uh, that's the topic of this morning's interview, uh, finding the real Jesus among the many different imposters in our culture. What, what do you mean, Trent, by imposters?
6: What mean by imposters are those groups that proposed that we ought to believe in a jesus who is not the real jesus so jesus himself said there are others who will come who say that they are christ or false christ will come do not mm-hmm. believe them do not follow them uh, and this can take on a variety of forms you can have a non-religious group uh that say uh oh well jesus uh never existed or he is a myth uh you know that he um, didn't rise from the dead all, all these kinds of things or that he was a merely human teacher who is exaggerated in later legends. Right. Then you have other religious groups that say, well, Jesus is not fully God, fully man, as Christians believe. Uh, you know, the Muslim based prophet, uh, Jews say that he's just a rabbi. Uh, and then you even have some uh, people who believe Jesus is God, who are Protestant. But have other false views of Jesus, like that he's a prosperity preacher who uh, wants mm. everyone, all believers, to be healthy and wealthy and not have any problems. So, <laughs> what they all have in common is that they're not the real Jesus. Uh, they're an imposter that takes his place, and my book exposes them with the teachings of Scripture and the witness of history and then uh, shows who the real Jesus is instead.
7: Yeah. Why do you why do you think Trent? I mean, it, you wrote this book, of course, having this this uh, in in your mind about you know exposing this. But why do you think we have so many imposters, or maybe the, the counterfeit Christ, as you talk about in our culture today?
6: Well, because a lot of people just they want to believe in Jesus on their own terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they they believe in Him. They they, they want uh, the teachings that are easy, like love your neighbor as yourself, which actually is is simple, but not easy to live out. If people don't have as much problem with that, as Jesus teaching that forbade uh, remarriage after divorce, is teaching mm-hmm. us to take up our cross and follow Him, uh, teaching about the perils of wealth how that can keep us out of the kingdom. Uh, people want to ignore that. Even in Jesus' own time, people were speculating about who Jesus was, and uh, we're getting it wrong. That's why Jesus said to the apostles, who do you say that I am? Um, so, I, I mean, that is uh, something that people are, are often... Missing, and uh, it's important to for the truth about who Jesus is to really come out.
7: right? Could I maybe like uh, like even in our own church, you know we have that struggle between you know in our culture today. Well, priests used to talk about fire and brimstone and all that stuff. well, they don't do that anymore. you know, we even have come, sign a, you know some of that in inside the church, you know, in the Catholic Church, right?
6: Oh, certainly. Uh, we we have people, and I thought about this actually isn't included in this book, but I might include it in a, a future book, who say that Jesus uh, didn't really warn people about hell or he was exaggerating or he didn't mm-hmm. really believe in, in hell and, or that Jesus is going to save everyone no matter what they've done. Uh, and, and that's hazardous to people's spiritual health, that uh, hell is obviously something that should not be preached carelessly. It should It's something that should be preached soberly as a real reality for those who choose to separate themselves from God and all that is good for eternity. And Jesus came so that we would not have that fate befall us, but we still have to repent and accept him. As Jesus himself said, his first public preaching was repent and believe in the gospel.
5: Right. We we know that a lot of people go about trying to practically find the real Jesus, Trent. And uh, you cite one of these as Thomas Jefferson, back in 1813, composed his, quote, the life and morals of Jesus of Nazareth by by basically taking a razor to the Bible and cutting out the parts that he didn't believe or that were miraculous that he found incredible, too, too incredible to believe. And then, but we know that that's really not practical in the sense that it's just, it's just the person's own opinion. How do we, practically speaking, go about finding the real Jesus?
6: Well, in order to understand the real Jesus, we have to go to the best sources. Uh, and Jefferson approached the Bible with an anti-supernatural bias. He already assumed beforehand that the supernatural can't happen. Uh, he wasn't an atheist, but he believed that God didn't intervene in the world in a miraculous or revelatory way and so he took out those parts of the bible that claimed that jesus did, did miracles or that he rose from the dead uh and we shouldn't approach it with that kind of hermeneutic suspicion instead we should be open to the historical evidence and what i show in the book is that even if you're an atheist and you don't believe the bible is the word of god you can see the bible is a reliable set of ancient documents that tell about jesus of nazareth who was crucified and his followers believed he had risen from the dead and had no reason to To lie about that or to hallucinate about that, the best explanation for their collective testimony is that Jesus really did rise from the dead. And from there, we can see he established a church, and that church gives us uh, confidence in uh, the Bible and the uh, other forms of, of revelation that have been given to us, and things like sacred tradition.
7: Right. Well, we're talking with uh, author Trent Horn, who's from Catholic Answers. He wrote a book called "Counterfeit Christ: Finding the Real Jesus Among the Imposters." Uh, we did get a winner, uh, so uh, calling is done. Uh, we got the winner is Bobby from Fargo. So Bobby could go and actually pick up the book, I guess, at, <laughs> at the studios. Otherwise, they will mail that out to you, Bobby. And congratulations, thanks. Yes, Bobby. Yes, congratulations. And this is a great book it talks about 18 different phony uh, versions that you are have in there so there's a great uh, depth in there Trent and uh, again I'm Michael Goldsmith it's 10 after the hour and with Matt uh, welcome we're real presence live and we're talking with Trent Horn about the real Jesus and how our culture kind of has their own versions uh, many do of what real Jesus is and can maybe you talk about uh, a little bit about uh, uh, your uh, upcoming event uh, that you're doing in my not, Trent.
6: That's right. I'll be speaking at the Pregnancy Center in Minot, North Dakota on September 16th, and I'll be speaking about the importance of pro-life and how to articulate the pro-life position. Excellent. And uh,
7: where is that at, Trent? At, at the Dakota Hope Clinic, is that right?
6: Yeah, yeah. So the Dakota Hope Clinic in Minot, North Dakota, and that'll be next uh monday on uh, not next monday but following monday
7: september 16th, 16th okay and what time is that going to
6: be at um i
5: don't have the
6: time
5: I have to stop my head oh. let see it looks or like it's <clears throat> like
6: seven o'clock probably seven o'clock okay. i think the
5: door this looks like the the doors open at five thirty p.m actually dinner is served at 6 p.m and it's at the north dakota state fair event center in minot north dakota and this is for oh, dakota's right. hope annual banquet and um I just uh, would encourage anybody to, to come out and support this event. It's for a great cause and you won't be disappointed with this with the speaker, Trent Horn from Catholic Answers who we're talking with this morning here on Real Presence Live. It's about uh, 12 minutes past the hour and Trent just in our last couple of minutes here, would you mind taking our listeners through one of the counterfeit Christs in your book? That you, that you highlight in your book, Counterfeit Christ, Finding the Real Jesus Among the Impostors. Uh, how, about, how about the first one, the, the non-judgmental buddy that so many people in our culture seem to want to make Jesus out to be? Sure.
6: Uh, there's a lot of people who would say, oh, well, Jesus didn't judge people, and Jesus said not to judge. You know, Matthew 7, 1, judge not, lest you be judged. Uh, but the problem is Jesus did judge actions as well as people because he's God, he has the authority to do that. Uh, when Jesus said to judge not, he was condemning hypocritical judgment. He says, take the log out of your own eye before you take the splinter out of your brother's eye. Uh, so re- handle the offense that you might be committing and then correct your brother. But later in the Gospel of John, Jesus says, uh, do not judge by appearances, but judge rightly. And Jesus said that he would come again to judge the world. He proclaimed himself to be God, he used the sacred divine name in John eight fifty eight 58, and John Uh, 2028, he received worship, he let the Apostles call him my Lord and my God. Mm. Uh, So Jesus most certainly says that he is the judge of the entire world because he's God incarnate, and he cared very much about sin separating us from him for all eternity. So those who say Jesus didn't judge or care about sin, they believe in a caricature of Jesus based on popular sentiment, not on one that's clearly revealed in Scripture.
7: Yes. Yeah, that's a, a great point, Trent. And uh, what else do you want to talk about for the last couple of minutes that we have here that maybe you didn't cover or would like to uh, express to those that are listening, Trent?
5: Yeah, actually, we, we, we you mentioned earlier, Trent, about the prosperity preacher, uh, that chapter 16. I was wondering if you might be able to expound oh, upon that. Oh,
6: yeah, this is this is very common among some Pentecostals who say that because Jesus promised uh, uh abundance for those who believe in him, but what Jesus is speaking about in the Gospels is about spiritual abundance. Uh, He never promises that anything that we ask for in prayer will be given to us, or that if we simply donate money to a charity or a televangelist, that we will receive money in return. Instead, Jesus uh, promised that we would have a cross we'd have to take up, that we would have a life of suffering, uh, and the idea that the prosperity preachers claim that faithful people will will be wealthy and free of problems <laughs> doesn't pan out. The, the silver bullet argument against that is that Jesus Himself was, of course, the most faithful uh, human to ever walk the earth, uh, but He was not rich. Uh, he was not a beggar, but He was not among the rich of His time. He criticized the rich. He said, "The Son of Man has nowhere to lay His head." He died with only owning a tunic that was uh, divided by those who were who were executing Him. So those claims before by the prosperity preachers, they're quite duplicitous. They usually put them forward to try to enrich themselves, and instead, it takes advantage of people who think that if they give money, their problems will go away. No, we have to give ourselves to God, and we will still have problems, but they won't impact us because we'll know. caring hand of God it will lift us up through them right no and it's
7: and it's great to you know put yourself in prayer and you know want to ask God for the things that you need in your life but not necessarily saying that it's going to be great just because Jesus says that if we say this it's going to happen right
6: That's right,
7: absolutely. Yeah.
5: Dred Horn with us from Catholic Answers Live. Uh, We have just about a few seconds left. Trent, you're going to be in Minot, North Dakota, on September 16th for an event in support of Dakota's Hope. Uh, And just uh, maybe just a quick preview of what you're going to be talking about at that event.
6: Well, I'll be talking about uh, the issue of pro-life and how to be persuasive, how to communicate uh, the church's teaching on abortion, uh, well, how to talk about anybody, Christian or not, how to defend human life in the womb and how to do so in a rational and compelling
5: way. Excellent. Trent Horn, thank you so much. Again, that that event, go to dakotahope.org. Dakotahope.org for more info on that event that Trent Horn is going to be speaking at September 16th in North Dakota. Thank you again, Trent Horn, for being with us about Counterfeit Christ. Thanks, Trent. Your new book. Thank you so much. Thank you. Up next, we're ready to take the 10 minute tour of local events. Later in the show, discover more about supporting medical professionals who care for the sick. We're coming to you live from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. I'm Matt Wilkham, and he's Michael Goldsmith. You're listening to Real Presence Live.
4: This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.
2: Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424.
4: The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877 795
5: Built Upon a Rockfest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. 9 rosaries will be given away, one each week leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rockfest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rockfest
4: on September 14th. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join in the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show.
5: It's Real Presence Live. I'm Matt Wilcom, along with Michael Goldsmith. Hello, everyone. We are highly caffeinated here, coming to you from Rochester's very own St. James Coffee. And, yeah, we're, we're, we're pretty stoked to be here yes, on a Thursday morning. It's about 20 minutes past the hour, and we have a 10-minute tour coming up.
7: Yes, we do, and let's get into the car and head out.
5: This is your chance to hear about local events going on in the RPR listening area. And we're going to be starting with the KFC breakfast at St. Therese Church in Rapid City, inviting you to enjoy a wonderful pancake breakfast while helping support the children of the area. The Knights of Columbus Council 8025 serves up their famous pancakes from 8.30 a.m. till 10.30 a.m. This is a beautiful opportunity to gather with your friends in the community or make some new friends. All proceeds will go to local children's charities. Again, that's the KFC Breakfast at St. Therese Church in Rapid City, South Dakota. And that's, yeah, I think that's uh, going to sound like a great great opportunity to get some pancakes. Always love it. Second Sunday of each month.
7: Yep, love those pancake breakfasts. Let's move on to Minot, North Dakota. It's a family day an MJM7 concert at Our Lady of Grace. You're invited to that family day, an MJM7 Catholic Family Band concert at Our Lady of Grace in Minot, North Dakota. You'll find games, entertainment, and a taco-in-the-bag meal. Love that. And that's all free from 4 to 5.40 p.m. And then the doors open to this great main event, the MJM7 concert at 5.45. And with the concert starting at 6 p.m. Reserve your tickets right now for this concert today before they're gone. Stop by the Faith Formation office or call 701-839-6834. That number is 701 701- and the tickets are not required for the Family Day activities so all are welcome. Again, that's the Family Day MJM7 concert at Our Lady
5: of Grace Minot, North Dakota. Taco in a bag. Yes. Gotta like that. Love it, love it, love it. That's awesome. Uh, Next up we have the Ride to the Race on the Range in Dickinson, North Dakota and Ryan is on the phone to tell us about that. Go ahead, Ryan.
9: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Awesome.
5: You? Tell Good. us about your Thank event. You. Tell us all about your sure. event. So uh,
9: Saturday, September 7th, we have the ride to the Race on the Range, which is a benefit for um, those kids at the home on the Range. Uh, the ride will start at 9 a.m. and sign in. She stands up at 9.30. Uh, ride out to the Range. Where, um, there will be a, an arena cross race. And... Uh, right at the home on the range there, inside the rodeo arena. Um, from there, we'll have a band after that. It's the Riley Evans and RW Evans band. Uh, food band um, from up in the Watford City area. The ride costs $30 per person. You don't have to have a motorcycle, you can have a car or anything. Come on out, help the get $30 if each person does go to the home on the range. Um, any additional money, we're going to bounce the bills of the, the Bakken Trail Motocross Association's Arena Cross also goes to uh, the home on the range. And then there's some great entertainment, like I said, uh, over at Riley Evan and R.W. Evan. Uh, they're going to play a little tunic and do a little entertaining after the race. Please come out and enjoy the
5: whole day. Yeah, that sounds like fun. A little race, a little entertainment. We have just a little bit more time. Could you just go over the details of that again, Ryan? Sure. So,
9: Queen of Peace Church. In Dickinson, North Dakota, the ride
10: starts
9: at uh, 9 a.m., $30 per person. It will travel out to the home on the range, exit 7 north, um, one mile, and it will be a enter race. Um, the ride. You don't have to pay additional money, but if you come to the race, it's $10 per person. Um, all that money is benefited or uh, accumulated. will go to the home on the range. There is rooms available at the American in Dickinson, North Dakota, thanks to intro- the Ask for the Knights
5: of Columbus, Knights
9: on Bice, uh, um discount rate, or the BTMA discount rate, and it's $65 a
5: night. Thank awesome. you so much, Ryan.
7: Let's go Thanks. off. Oh, oh, thank you, Ryan. Let's go off to the Knights of Columbus pasty sale. Yeah, pasty, pasty sale. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Superior, Wisconsin. And Daryl is on the phone. Daryl, are you there? I am here. Yep, awesome. I've-
10: i the grand night for Council 499 Superior, and on September thirteenth and fourteenth we're having a pasty sale. Uh not a pasty is it's a pastry filled with uh, long beef, potatoes, onion bread, whatever they We bought a twelve ounce pasty and you uh asked for a four dollar donation and they're really good and it's a great fundraiser for us.
7: and this is gonna happen where and when? This will be at St. Anthony. Church is at
10: 4315 East Church Street in Superior on September 13th and 14th from noon to four each day. These crosses are the fresh out of the oven and ready to go.
7: And you can contact who to, to order these?
10: And we do we do a period order ahead of time because you can sell out. But uh, my number to call is 218-349-9165.
7: And, again, that number, 218-349-9165. You can leave a message, too, if there's nobody to, to leave your order. Yes. If I don't answer, leave a message, and I'll get
10: the order in.
7: Okay. Can they call the church, too, or is it best just to call you? It's best to call me. Up. To call, call you. The church, okay.
10: Yeah, the church is not doing that. We're using the church facilities.
7: Please. Okay. Very good. Yes. I just wanted to point that out. So, well, again, where is this at, again, in time? Yes. St. Anthony and Superior at 4315 East 3rd Street. And September
10: 13th and 14th, right? Yep, between uh, noon and four.
7: Very good. Well, thanks so much, Daryl. Best of luck on that. Well, thank
10: you for uh,
5: helping us out. I am just looking at uh, what's inside these pasties. Beef, potatoes, carrots, onions, and rutabagas? I haven't had breakfast yet, but I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm getting hungry here. Thank 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 you you. so
10: much, Daryl. Oh, they're really good. So. Pasti Thank sale
5: you. in Superior, Wisconsin. Up next, we have Rachel's Vineyard, Rapid City, in the Bismarck Diocese. Carol, by, by phone. Carol, good morning. Tell us about your event.
8: Hi. Yes, this is a post-abortive healing retreat. It is October 11th through the 13th. It starts on Friday evening with supper. goes to Sunday afternoon. It's a retreat that is helps people who have suffered from the pains of abortion, whether it be a shame or guilt, inability to forgive yourself, or depression, Mm -hmm. and helps you to overcome it with the mercy of our Lord.
5: And this is open to anyone?
8: Anyone who has has any kind of shame or guilt because of abortion, whether you've had an abortion yourself, or you've helped someone else obtain an abortion, or maybe you're a medical provider um, who feels guilt from being a part of the process.
7: How about any men that might have uh, had their their partner or wife that uh, you know might have had an abortion? So they, they would be welcome also, right?
8: It is, yes, it's very healing for a man because a man has a, a lot of issues that you just can't talk about with most people. Right. Um, but here on this retreat, it's a very safe and very confidential place to find your voice and to find your feelings and to express what's in your heart.
5: How can people find out more about this Carol or or to register?
8: This is a very confidential weekend and so everything goes through me and your name is never shared with anyone else. You can give me a call at 605-374-5639 You can email me at ckling at P L A I N S dot com. You can go to the webpage. Our national webpage is rachelsvineyard.org and all the information about the retreat is there. And if you go to where to look for it, um, my information is there also.
5: rachelsvineyard.org is the website. Thanks so much, Carol. Thanks, Carol.
8: Thank you.
7: And that pretty much wraps up our 10-minute tour. We are back in Rochester here. I'm with Matt Welcome. I'm Michael Goldsmith. It's great to be back here. We do this uh, every every time we're on. We have a 10-minute tour of
5: all of the great things going on in our area. Go ahead. And if you would like to have your event featured, please uh, call Brandon at 877-795-0122. We'd be very happy to feature it. Here on our 10-minute tour on Real Presence Live. Coming up next, we will discuss about the apostolate called Curatio and an upcoming event in Buffalo, Minnesota. And later, we'll discover the truth of two difficult topics in light of Catholic social teaching, human trafficking, and domestic violence. We're broadcasting live from St. James' Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. He's Michael Goldsmith. I'm Matt Wilkham. Are you I. Last time I checked. (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs)
1: Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online
0: at broom-tree.org the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year on campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at ComeToMary.com. That's ComeToMary.com. The Real Presence Radio
4: Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. you're listening to real presence live now back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area heard right here on the rpr network
5: hosted by caffeinated catholics (laughs) myself matt wilcom and michael goldsmith along here with me this is real presence live on a thursday morning it's 32 minutes past the hour Healthcare professionals face emotional, spiritual, and physical challenges in their work each day. How do they live out their call to holiness amidst living out their call to care for those in need of medical care? That's what we'll find out as we visit with Marilyn Baker here in studio with us in the coffee shop and Diane Johnson. Marilyn and, and Diane, thanks for being on the air with us this morning. And let's start with Diane. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
11: Good morning. Thank you for having me and um, to hear a little bit more about our Uh, Thank you. Um, I am um, now uh, a RN, but that does not mean I'm just not very busy. This apostolate has been um, a passion and uh, an inspiration for myself and for others, as it it seems to be organically growing with the Holy Spirit's help. Mm. But I, um, years ago, the apostolate was founded in 2001. We're approved in the the Archdiocese here. It came out of my own uh, burnt-out... Um, uh, nursing. Uh, uh, what happened to me as a nurse, and so many aspects. I know we don't have a lot of time, but most of the what was happening when I felt that that healthcare was losing its purpose, and that we weren't really attending to the needs of the patient. Um, and they started calling patients customers. It was a business model. Mm. Uh, efficiency was the the rural economy, and such. Anyway, I marched down through a lot of different, um, my own challenges, um, and praise be the Lord. I was, uh, brought back. I never really left the church, so I really wasn't a very faithful prayer. I didn't really, um, take my faith very seriously. And I was shown through my, um, good Friday experience that, um, one learns from, you know, in the humility of not knowing. Um, how God can bless and make food fall out of our own nothingness. So I received a Master's in Biomedical Ethics, have a philosophy degree, um, and I'm just thrilled that Marilyn, um, down in this coffee shop, which we, we visited last spring, um, is able to sort of take up the banner in uh, Winona, Rochester. It's a real blessing.
5: Great. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we are talking with Diane Johnson and Marilyn Baker here on Real Presence Live about Curatio, or curazio, the... Apostolate for Healthcare Professionals, which is relatively new in the Diocese of Winona Rochester. And Marilyn, who is here in the coffee shop with us in studio, can you tell us a little bit about yourself?
12: Hi, thank you for having us. Um, I'm a retired, semi retired RN. (laughs) I still am teaching one day a week in the college setting for nursing and um, found that Carrazio was a refreshing spiritual um, guide that would assist healthcare professionals in their work to bring Christ into their work. And um, just really excited we received permission from the bishop to bring Carazio here to our diocese and so we're just beginning a small mustard seed of prayer.
5: Excellent. Excellent. And,
12: and you guys yeah, uh, it was mm-hmm. the first time I met Bishop Quinn, we had
11: there was a uh, Minnesota Catholic conference in our in uh, Saint Paul and I was able to meet him. What a gem. Yes. <laughs> guys are blessed. Yep, they
5: really are We really are. And uh, as I mentioned uh, before, it's a relatively new apostolate Mm -hmm. in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Curatio. It's for health care, medical professionals. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
12: Well, um, we are beginning a drop-in prayer session at St. Mary's Hospital here in Rochester the first Thursday of the month, in conjunction with the Carazio First Thursday Prayer that they do do in the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis. And um, this is an opportunity for the healthcare workers over their lunch hour to drop into the fifth floor chapel and just pray. Um, Just to bring Jesus to their work Mm -hmm. and um, just really excited to begin that small mustard seed for (laughs) Carazio.
7: Well, that's great. And this apostolate, then, what's, what's, you talked about it a little bit, but what's the story behind getting this going?
12: I'll let Diane maybe answer that. Well,
11: how it started um, here in the Archdiocese, it, it was with my story, and I ended up, realizing that prayer was foundation to, any, and to my vocation as a nurse. And um, I've done a lot of, of discernment and reading and, and intellectual formation, spiritual and otherwise. And what does it mean to be an apostle? This is why it's called an apostolate, because this work is, we're carrying out Christ's mission, and um, you and I can are given the graces, you know, as a radio announcer, to be a great radio announcer, and Marilyn and I to be a nurse. But we're not apostles unless we let the Holy Spirit take, uh, take over us and possess Correct. us, which means that you need to be uh, have a, a firm foundation of prayer. That doesn't mean that we're chaplains. It doesn't mean that we're constantly in the chapel, um, but it does mean that you have you breathe uh, the air that our Lord or the Holy Spirit would like you. You have to be open to that, and you have to have time, and you have to have silence which is really, 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 really hard in healthcare. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many distractions. Marilyn, and I could talk your arm off about that. But um, it has been a tremendous blessing for those that attend our retreat. Um, and we've heard many, many stories from people saying, I thought I was the only one that was just suffering soul. I thought I was the only one who didn't know how to practice my faith in healthcare." care. Um, and... Um, so we've done, we done. We were really, really tickled that Marilyn was able to be at an um, end-of-life thing that was going on
12: in, Ro- where is it, Winona, Maryland. I can't it, remember now. It was here at Assisi Heights in Rochester.
11: Okay, and, and she met our president, Teresa Twill, and from that uh, encounter, Marilyn gave me a call, and it was like 4th of July when Marilyn and I talked about uh-huh. <laughs> how wonderful it would be to be able to uh, to have something like
5: this in the winona area so uh and now we're talking with diane and marilyn about the curatio apostolate it's just beginning here in the diocese of winona rochester for health care workers and maybe marilyn you can address this we only have about a minute left but mm-hmm. talk about living out the call to holiness amidst living out your call to care for those you need
12: um, I think we see our professions as God-given callings um, and we need the nourishment of daily prayer and sacraments to really experience the love of Christ in our lives as a health care worker and to really live the truth and love in the workplace um, by means of Caratio and we have talks, biomedical conferences and other resources as well as the spiritual retreats and there is one coming up in November November fifteenth through seventeenth at Christ the King Retreat Center in Buffalo, Minnesota, and that is available by going to the website of www.curatioapostolate.com. I'm attending, and several friends here are attending, and I have a, on, a room for one or two more.
5: Okay, it's a beautiful setting right that there is, on the lake. It is yes,
12: beautiful. beautiful.
7: Well, Diane, if you, we got about fifteen seconds for you to, if you have anything to add, real quick.
11: Um. I think I just want to add that we we consider ourselves really part of the new evangelization. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a quote from Pope Francis. He said, those who care for the sick and give of themselves with generosity and straightforward love, and today is um, St. Matthew, first feast day, um, he said, are among the Church's most credible evangelizers. And I to that I say, Amen.
7: Amen. So that's November 14th, or I'm sorry, November 15th, 16th, it's, and 17th, up at... Right. Uh, the university uh, president, um, Monsignor James Shea, will be talking there, and you'll have everything at the Buffalo Center. Is that right, Marilyn? Yes. Okay. Christ and they the can, King
12: Retreat Center, they, yes. Can they, mm-hmm.
7: can they, work, can they get, get a hold to? Uh,
12: www.carazioapostolate.com. Okay. Another, another quick way is to dial 1-844, the word Carazio.
11: Okay. You'll, yeah,
7: that's uh,
11: another way. 1-8, 1-844? Yep.
7: And then Curatio, and that is spelled C-U-R-A-T-I-O. And yeah. you can get a hold of there and sign up for this retreat. Or you could come down, this is at St. James down here, right? The information. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So mm-hmm. we can come down here and you can uh, get a hold of Marilyn, too. I'm sure there's Correct. a lot of people that know Marilyn, so they could mm-hmm. certainly call her.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's been so great. Go ahead, man. Again, it's uh, uh, CorazioApostolate.com, if I remember the website correctly, uh, yes. to find out more about this wonderful Apostolate for Healthcare Workers. Uh, thank you so much, Marilyn and Diane, for being with us on Real Presence thank you. Live.
12: Thank you so much. Come-
5: but, you know, God bless you. Mm-hmm. God bless you. Uh, coming up, we'll discuss two important topics with Sister Candace Fire from the Diocese of New Ulm. We're broadcasting live from St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. I'm Matt Wilkham. He's Michael Goldsmith. And you are tuned in to Real Presence Live. Amen. <laughs> Built Upon a Rockfest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. 9 rosaries will be given away, one each week leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rockfest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com.
4: Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rockfest on September 14th. The Real Presence Radio Fall Live Drive is coming September 18th, 19th, and 20th. Tune in from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. for an amazing lineup of hosts and guests that will inspire, motivate, and move you to evangelize the Catholic faith. Our goal is to raise $600,000, and we know we can do it with your faithful support. Mark your calendar and call in to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122.
1: This
4: is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice.
7: And welcome back. This is Michael Goldsmith. I went with Matt Welcome here, the Communications Director of Winona Diocese. And we're so blessed to be here at St. James Coffee here this morning with you and uh, sharing some special moments with all the tough stuff that we had going on through this great program that we have been doing this morning. And we had some great guests on. We had we were blessed with Father Horahan and uh, with Straight Talk and with Deacon John Hust helped us out in the beginning with prayer and then talking about being spiritually stuck. So it's been a great day. Great. We, have, we do have one more guest with us today. We're not done yet. We have about 15 more minutes yet. So we're going to talk with sister Candace fear uh, in this segment and we're going to talk about uh, human trafficking and domestic violence two things that uh, really does make the devil dumb uh, so w- we need Christ the king to help us out in these things so sister it's great to have you with us
13: thank you very
5: much
7: and I know that you're doing great work over there in New Alm uh, you're part of that diocese a great bishop over there uh, I forget how to pronounce his last name. Could you help me out there, sister?
13: Yes, uh, Bishop John Lavore.
7: Lavor, thank you. And he's—I met him before. I just forget how to pronounce his name. Yes. And he's—he is a great servant of God. And sister, why don't you talk to us a little bit about what you're, uh, you know—yourself a little bit, and then, and what you're doing in this uh, ministry here.
13: Okay. Um, I'm a member of the Secular Institute of the Schoenstatt Sisters of Mary, um, and we have a retreat center and a shrine, pilgrimage place, um, in Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. I'm the director of the Office of Family Life, and uh, we are um, having our yearly diocesan ethics conference. And our topic is going to be um, human trafficking and domestic violence. Mm.
7: You know, two topics that we just, we hear about, sister... But we really don't think that they're actually happening in, in our community and around us, and they definitely are. And it's a tragedy for any woman to have any of this going on. But I know it's particularly uh, very stressful or very uh, annoying to know that young children are being uh, drawn into this. Is that, mm-hmm. is that right?
13: Yes. I, I think so. I think both in the in the incidents of human trafficking, um, obviously uh, children are are exploited, um, but we see too in domestic violence. Um, certainly, it can result in in the loss of life um, for a child yes. um, through abortion or abuse; those kinds of things.
5: Mm-hmm. Sister Candace, we we know how egregious human trafficking is, but we might sometimes maybe forget about domestic violence. Can you mm-hmm. s- speak to this?
13: Yes. Um, here in, uh, in the Diocese of New Ulm, um, we are the, uh, the Council of Catholic Women is launching an awareness campaign to reduce domestic violence. And I wanted to support that effort and expand it by um, making that the topic of our Diocesan Ethics Conference. And I think we as a church are uniquely gifted through our Catholic social teaching to educate, respond, and to reach out to victims, to perpetrators, and their families with hope and healing. And um, I I think John Paul II um, reminds us of the dignity of every human being, Mm -hmm. and that should urge us to do our part um, to STEM the tide of domestic violence.
7: Yes. What resources exist to help those that are going through this terrible situations?
13: Um, I think uh, our resources um, are definitely, um, we can assist um, by um, awareness, raising awareness through the efforts of our clergy who preach on the topic, Mm -hmm. um, you know, within the context of the gospel of marriage, within, uh, you know, um, any number of our scriptural passages. Um, And I think to educate healthy about healthy and unhealthy boundaries, the cycle of violence and abuse, um, the symptoms of emotional, psychological, and physical abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we can do this in our, you know, certainly in our marriage preparation classes. Uh, we can talk about related issues such as addictions, abortion, um, you know, abuse of power, um, and certainly our safe environment training here in the diocese provided by Virtus gives us practical tools to identify potentially dangerous right. um, situations. Um our premarital surveys that the engaged couples take, um, open up the door for discussion, um, by clergy on, on these issues. And I think that, um, basically, um, our resources, you know, they also include, um, the types of things that we do in all of our uh, sacramental um, preparation, uh, whether it's marriage preparation, whether it's baptismal preparation, these are times of transition when we're having, um, you know, couples and families coming to us. Um, and it's our opportunity, I think, to to then um, talk with them um, and maybe identify possible um, situations and refer them for um, support. Support uh, for professional evaluation, uh, you know whatever the case might you know might be.
5: Yes, it is fifty minutes past the hour. I'm Matt Wilcom, along with Michael Goldsmith on Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. We're speaking this morning with Sister Kansas Fear uh, from the Diocese of New Ulm about the scourge of human trafficking and domestic violence. And uh, Sister, uh, uh, what, a, a, what a good word to use there is <laughs> That's absolutely. Right. Um, from a spiritual perspective, how do we find light in the darkness of these, of these things that are just so, seem to be so pervasive in our culture these days?
13: Um, you know, I think certainly the um, you know the sacramental um, preparation, um, and predominantly, uh, you know, we we think of um, our sacrament of reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly, it is the source of grace and healing um, that that is offered to individuals and to families, and that um, you know then allow that type of healing and strengthening that's needed for. Um, for the other types of outreach that we can do in terms of, as I spoke about, in terms of our marriage preparation education, our baptismal um, preparation, uh, the programs that we have in parishes um, that practically support, whether that's, um, you know, participation and support of um, abuse shelters, um, the practical kinds of things that we can do to provide clothing, shelter, protection, Mm. Um, and and places where the dignity of each human person can be um, can be valued. Um, and I think certainly um, the ways in which we can offer healing services, um, the way our pastoral staff in our parishes and in our in our pastoral center here can reach out to um, and provide both community-based as well as individual um, services that then help the individual to heal and find, um, once again, their source of strength in their faith.
7: Yes, and you have an event coming up, is that right, Sister? Yes, we do. Could you give uh, us a little bit of uh, insight on, on when that's going to happen and what's going on with that and how sir. they can get a hold of you?
13: Yes, the, the conference is taking place on Saturday. Um, it's our diocesan um Yearly Diocesan Ethics Conference on Saturday, October 12th, um, and it is at Schoenstatt-on-the-Lake Retreat Center in Sleepy Eye, um, Minnesota. Um, registration opens at 8 a.m. Our opening mass is at 8.30 by Bishop John Lavore and opening remarks will be at 9.45, and the um, conference will conclude at 4 p.m. Um, registration information um, can be found at uh, dnu.org, um, as well as compact information for any other questions that you might have. And I think our goal with the conference is to provide um, an overview of the kind of comprehensive safety net that we as a church can provide when we cooperate with the community. We'll be looking at um, and having people speak uh, on programs and... Um, and resources um, in agencies and community-based um, programs um, that will help our participants to know how they can support and be an advocate for right. ending this cycle of violence.
7: Yeah, and that, that again That is at the Shonstadt Lake Retreat Center in Sleepy Eye. You can call Sister at 507-233-5325 or again, what's that website you were talking about, Sister? Um, it's dnu Okay. And then uh, if you want to get a hold of information, this is open to anybody to come to this conference? Yes.
13: We welcome all participants uh, to the conference, and um, we hope that it'll be um, a a time for people to become informed and to join together um, in a good work.
7: Yes, and, and ways that you can get involved and, and help out, not just in, in your diocese, but if you have other questions and stuff, I'm sure you can get you know, information for uh, other things and how to do anything in, in, in your diocese and ways to help with human trafficking and and, and this uh, domestic violence.
13: Definitely. We will we will be able to refer you to resources in your own um, home area, even if you're not uh, from the Diocese of New Ulm. Right.
5: Sister. Yep. Again, that Diocese of New Ulm Ethics Conference is going to be on Saturday, October 12th at the Schoenstatt on the Lake Retreat Center in Sleepy Eye, Minnesota. And Sister Kansas, we have just about 30 seconds left here. But tell us a little bit about your congregation and the, and the Schoenstatt movement in general.
13: Okay. The um, Schoenstatt um, movement, our Is a movement of Marian movement of renewal um, in the church. Um, It has various branches, one of which is our sisters' community. Um, And we have branches for families, youth, um, for the sick and elderly, um, for single women, um, married families. Um, And it is a way in which we um, want to bring um, ourselves as an image of the Blessed Mother. to do the work of building the kingdom of Christ here in the world.
5: Amen. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Sister Candice. We appreciate it. You're very
13: welcome. Thank you. God
7: bless you, Sister, on your work and all that are in your uh, society and then uh, with this uh, event and and what you're doing. God bless you.
13: And blessings on your work, too, with um, your wonderful apostolate through the radio.
5: Thank you, Sister. Again, that ethics conference is Saturday, October 12th at the on the lake retreat Center in Sleepy Eye. Well, Michael Goldsmith. We're almost to the end here, my friend. And we have another show coming up tomorrow as yes. well, which Let's. our production assistant, Eli, is going to be previewing. Eli,
1: take it away. All righty. Thanks, Matt. Here's what's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Mike Kudrowski and Father Jason the Signalist, live from Queen of the Most Holy Rosary Church in Stanley, North Dakota. She was raised Catholic, never missing Mass, but never truly understood much about her faith. That was until Alanda Davidson truly found Jesus in the Eucharist. Hear her story during this week's Encountering Christ's Real Presence segment. Then, she, in- she ministers to the imprisoned because she struggles with the thought of inmates not knowing what freedom is. To truly understand this, you need to know what Susan Askegaard considers freedom. She'll share her point tomorrow. And the theme of her story is conversion, and it wasn't just her own. Tune in as Sandra Will shares her beautiful journey in our Inspired segment. All this and so much more coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, only here on The Real Presence Radio Network. Matt?
5: Excellent, thank you so much, Eli, and uh, we are just about at to the end of the show. Yeah, but what a great show! Great things uh, brought forth fuel for your faith. Yes,
7: we talked. Start as- out with with uh, being spiritually stuck. Yes, and we talked Deacon John with, Hust. Yes, then we had a great time with uh, Father Horahan and some great questions asked there, and then with the for- with uh, you know going through abortion and, and stopping that abortion. I mean, it, hopefully we don't have to have Rachel's Vineyard in the years to come that we can stop abortion. So if you can s- uh, join 40 Days for Life, let's put an end to abortion so that we don't have any more of this uh, going
5: on. Absolutely. I. Uh Sometimes I look around Particularly when I was A single young man mm-hmm. And after college I went to a small town I went to college in a large city And then I got my first job In Catholic radio actually Out in a mm-hmm. small town And I was—I just had this kind of feeling like Where is everyone else my age? There should be more of us right? And uh, I, yeah. I don't know why I had that It's getting feeling. better though, yeah But uh, I think there was something to that Spiritually mm-hmm. You feel like there's yes. something missing, and so we need to stop the the scourge of abortion it does in its tracks. Stop.
7: Yes, and then we had some beautiful talk with Trent Horn and on a great book and uh, from Catholic Answers, and then we also had uh, Carazio. So we're we
5: were blessed today. So go ahead, Matt. We're all done here. I'm, tune in again tomorrow for the next edition of Real Presence Live on the RPR Network. Up next, it's Women of Grace here on the Real Presence Radio Network. God. God.